Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and the Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. You've also got an interest in vitamin D and how that impacts uh, 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 bone health, uh, but specifically for the, um, uh, the dentition as well, right? Yeah, well, you know, vitamin D, that was a, one of the big first steps um, that I realized that there was a lot of research collaborating what Price was saying. So he spoke about vitamin D back um, in the 30s when he wrote Nutrition and Phys- Physical De- Degeneration. But so what uh, what has happened is that we've kind of gone down this road and it really wasn't until 2000 that we understood vitamin D as a sunshine vitamin that your body converts it from all that lovely UK sun that you guys get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't understand that. And so vitamin D, we then, uh, all the research came out to show that well, it's more like a hormone in the body and there are thousands of receptors on your DNA waiting for vitamin D. And so that's very critical. And um, Basically, what we have today is we, we're, I think we're in chronic vitamin D deficiency and there's a lot of literature out there to show that the levels and the, as soon as you come off the traditional diets, they had a study in Russia in 2014 where tribes came off their traditional diets onto the modern and they checked their vitamin D levels and they drop. And that's exactly what Price was talking about. And we know the connection to osteoporosis and bone density. The link between vitamin D and tooth decay is strong too. So... If there was a um, campaign in the UK this year talking about how kids' tooth decay rates have uh, jumped up again this year and that mm. the hospital rates have jumped up even this year in 2018. Mm. Well, there was no discussion of vitamin D and I was really disappointed in that because you know, we talk about brushing, you know, uh, we talk about you know, um, good oral hygiene, and, but really it, I think it's one of the more effective ways that we could put you know, prevention-based public policy and if we understood that kids need... Uh, adequate levels of vitamin D. Yeah, absolutely. And it, when it comes to oral hygiene and, and brushing and stuff, I know uh, the Dental Wellness Trust have done some fantastic work in South Africa where they've seen demonstrable impacts by just the impact of improving kids and their ability and their, their knowledge about brushing and the fact that they have to do it twice a day. What are your thoughts on oral hygiene uh, and the types of materials that we should be using? Yeah, it's a tool. So oral hygiene, you know, it's like, you know, you take your car to the car wash right you got to get that you got to keep it looking shiny um <laughs> with that kind of that kind of it's it's important and so you know if you go and see your dental practitioner every six months get dental clean cleaning yourself is important so i floss once a day a natural based toothpaste removing plaque floss uh that that's really um you know it's what you do it twice a day and it does keep your your oral health in check but really the the food is what what provides it with the, the raw nutrients and the protection of, um, of disease long term. There's a lot of talk about um, fats these days and, and sugar and obviously we've gone out of the, the low fat uh, sort of era and going into the anti-sugar era. But the, uh, what I'm seeing is the rise of healthy sugars or unrefined sugars and in lots of cases you're getting these energy balls and you're getting bars and stuff which are packed full of dates uh, and maple syrup and, and stuff. And th- there are some healthier versions of sugar. I, I appreciate that. 
But um, what's your? Do, do, is there any research looking at the impact of these unrefined sugars and dental health, or they can they just be? Uh, can they be as harmful from a dental point of view? Yeah, they can be as harmful. It's a really great point um, because there is a perception out there that if you have a natural sugar, that it's um, significantly different, and there is probably a, somewhat a difference because they come packaged in um, in a natural form, but they still cause you know the um the oral disease in terms of they feed the disease causing bacteria in the mouth that then can increase the risk of tooth decay so that's a big one yeah that um and so we're seeing that pop up a bit that they say oh they don't have any sugar and, and when you look at the packages when you look at the it's like well there's a bit of sugar in here and this is still sugar that can cause tooth yeah. decay right I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK.